He's like a sneaky little ninja. Look at him. He wasn't here one minute and then he's here the next. He's just laying in wait, that's all. Like a hunter does. Waiting around that corner to get shoulder charged by that titan. No, that would have made more sense if you'd have come in after him. And just gone... Well, you know. Maybe next week. I've never... You roboted right out there, respawn robot. Yeah, you did. Damn it. Welcome to Two Titans and a Hunter, a Destiny 2 podcast. A show where we discuss tips, tricks, and tools to help all Guardians succeed and enjoy playing more. So, what makes us different, you may ask? Well, we're not streamers or YouTubers. We just have a passion for Destiny and are dedicated to keeping Guardians informed and up to date with all the latest Destiny 2 news and information and opinions. We encourage your questions and feedback. You can contact us either by email at twotitansandahunter at hotmail.com or on Twitter at twotitans underscore hunter. Now, on with the show. Welcome back to Fan Noise this week. Though in all seriousness, can you hear the fan noise in my office or do you just hear my lovely, soothing, dulcet tones? There is a fan when you're speaking, but it doesn't matter. Okay, I mean, I can turn, I have the overhead fan off and the other fan off because there's no vent in this room and it's already 80 degrees this morning. I'll turn the other one off when we start recording because you don't need more noise to contend with. Oh, more noise is amazing. Love, love, love loads of noise. Loads of noise and, uh, you know, I, I've also got a full, you know, full plate of breakfast here I'm going to eat during the show. And oh, Okay, that's a good idea, yeah. And I just, you know, haven't haven't looked at anything this week. I don't even know how Bungie works, so, you know. See, I always rely on you for my backup. And now I've got to rely on the hunter that probably hasn't done anything. Hasn't been anywhere, hasn't seen anything. Apart from this side of the plane. I've played some game this week, but... Oh, that's good. Yeah. I, 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 even before I saw the note about, hey, Crucible sucks now, I was like... I was sort of going to play Crucible this week anyway, just to sort of get my... It's something easy and dumb I can jump into, and I can just play, you know, play the three games, get my reward, and go on about life. <laughs> so you did your homework as requested. That's good. I did. Yeah, I did um, my and, and am I incorrect in that Zer has brought Syntheseps for the second time in three weeks to sell? Um, I, I can't remember. Because I do believe Zer is selling Syntheseps again this week. And I believe it was two or three weeks ago, he also brought the Syntheseps. So I wonder what Bungie is trying to tell us. Either just A, Zer's broken. Houndish videos and um, you'll find out. Right. Also, I have played the game this week, just so you know. Okay. Stupid face. Stupid face. You're a stupid face. They call me a stupid face. You're a stupid face. A stupid face. I suppose someone's got to. So, how have you guys been this week? Working, a lot of traveling. I was what you dev- this week. What did I do this week? Where? Where have you been this oh, week? Oh, I was in Tennessee and, and uh, St. Louis. Okay. Yep. Parody, you were at home, but you were devastated by. I was devastated. I was devastated to learn that I had already lived through and worked Friday, but there was a second Friday after that one. Right, okay. That can become a Explain problem. Explain yourself, Paul. 
yeah, I was, I wished a couple of people have a nice, you know, have a good weekend and then got off work and my wife informed me it was only Thursday and it was not in fact Friday, even though it felt Oof. like. Did they have the day off though? The Friday? No, 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 no one did. It was just a normal day. I just. They didn't correct you? No, no one, no one corrected me. No one gave me a weird look or side eye or anything. Just uh, okay. You know, well, it, those are the same people that will see that you have something in your teeth and not tell you anything. It's like the worst kind of people. You know, days are I hard. Okay, I'm not crazy. So yeah, this week Zer has sold the Syntheseps. On the week of June 12th, he has also sold the Syntheseps. So I'm calling it season of the Syntheseps. Punch everything. That's that's just what it is. <laughs> What, what, was this, what was I need, the I need to make a correction. Hold on. Wait, wait. We've overlooked something important. Okay. The fact that you were right about Zer selling the Syntheseps right should not be a metric for whether or not you are crazy. Okay? There's plenty of other metrics, and they all point to crazy. I'm not I'm not exactly. any of this. <laughs> That's what I'm getting at. You're like, I'm not crazy. I, uh, I need to stop you there. <laughs> Clearly am crazy. Right? But anyway, continue. As I'm not paying you, we might as well just get on with the show. As I'm not paying you? Yeah. <laughs> so, welcome to the show. I am Nintendomon, your most British of hosts, joined by the trash-talking, party-popping parody. And then there's Respawn, our resident hunter from the swamps of Florida. Welcome, Excuse boys. Me? Good morning. What up? So, you know, well done, boys. Pat on the back. We actually managed to guess... The flashpoint last week. Yo, what? Out of I don't believe it. Uh, five or six destinations, and we narrowed it down to the fact that it'd been on all the other ones beforehand. We got the right one. So now we're back to the point of we don't have a flashpoint for next week. So we're going to have to guess again. So I'm going to say Titan because I want to get in there first because I think everything's swapping over to Titan. But then maybe because. I am Banners returning to the Crucible. It's not going to be a Titan week next week. Maybe it's still going to be another IO week for the events the and stuff. I don't know. Because apparently we've still got to continue fighting the Taken in the Cradle. We've got Always. The yeah. <laughs> Light the fire pits of the Iron Banner and Extra Valor. So don't forget your Extra Valor. Double during the week, triple at the weekends. I, I'm guessing they haven't written it down here. But that's the norm. And Nocris is the um, Nightfall boss in the Nightfall ordeal for the Strange Terrain. Marvelous. So where would, where would you like to guess this week? Would you like to side with me on Titan? I'm going to keep going with Titan because it's going to go away. It's It's got to happen eventually. But do you think this week we're going to shift gonna, gonna from IO to Titan with the pyramid events that are happening, the public events? It's got It's got to happen at some point. Uh, or maybe we're going to do a whole month. Do you, do you think? Do you think it's going to be a whole month on IO and then another whole month on Titan? And then I, I'm sure that we saw in in some of the cutscenes that it happens on um, Mars as well. There is no Mars. Mars has been going away. No, it might even happen on Mercury. I don't know. I know nothing. I'm going to say EDZ because why not? Fair enough. You know that these imaginary points are going nowhere. We nobody's actually won anything. I just no. like I'd point that out now because you know further on down the line, I don't want respawn going. 
I wasn't told. So I'm going to tell him every week until it actually sticks. Nor are we even keeping track of where the flashpoints were and what we guessed. And uh... well, we could if we went back and listened and actually tracked it, but we don't do that. We're not that no. good. We're not that. It takes the fun out of it if you do that, though. That's not fun. <clears throat> the game is made up, and the points do not matter. The points matter. Sorry. No, the the, the, po- the only points that mattered, you didn't show up for. Uh, excuse me, I've been here for everything, bruh. Guardian Games. <laughs> I was there for those too. I just didn't put a whole lot of medals in. There, yeah. in the stands, watching the Titans bank medals like there's no tomorrow. That's all. Yeah. yeah. Everyone has a role to play. Sometimes I roll a spectator. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So shall we get into uh, this week at Bungie for the week of June 25th, 2020? No. I think we should. No, why not? I don't know. You're just opposed to everything. A little bit. Contrarian spawn. Very good <laughs> so, so Cosmo has written our lovely twop for us this week. And because we, we decided as a show, this has already been discussed six ways to Sunday. All I'm going to say is, there's a code of conduct, there are standards in the game, and how you should treat other people. Obey the code of conduct, obey the standards, don't be a d- That's all we're going to say about that. Don't be a respawn. Be a parody and a night demon. Don't be a respawn. Excuse me? <laughs> I'm just saying, two of us have never been banned. One of us has been banned. I'm just saying, just throwing it out there. I was banned once! <laughs> But really, I just had to take this opportunity, Reeswan, to strike while the iron's hot. Because it's time for harmony among players and a time for honorable battles. Because Lord Saladin no. is bringing the Iron no, Banner not. back. He's totally not. Don't listen to him. It's a trap. Oh, he totally is. He's really not, though. As, as Night Demon has already told us, Bonus Valor will be enabled throughout the week and probably even more on the weekend. Speaking of which, oh. weekend why the hell? Iron Banner. Do they never answer why is it Valor? Everything else about it is freaking competitive except the actual thing that matters. Well, maybe if you ask them, they'll tell you. We have any times. Until then, it's still bad. It's still Valor. So Iron Banner's back Tuesday reset, June 30th, Tuesday reset, July 7th. It's the Iron Banner. It works how it works. Light level is enabled, so be prepared to be destroyed by people that are 10,000 light. Because that's how the game works. We're getting a couple of reprised weapons. We are, yes. And yeah. these are the Forward Path, which is a 600 RPM auto rifle. So one of the best ones out there at the moment. And the Fool's Remedy, which is an automatic sidearm. Who doesn't love an automatic sidearm? You know, you just hold the trigger and that's it, they're dead. That's if you can get them, of course. Once you weaken them with the auto rifle, and if you have to reload, just switch to your sidearm. Just keep holding the button down. Works out great. And with this, we have the two new perks. Yeah. That, what that you are... said? Did you guys just fade out of y'all mess with me? Okay, there you go. What? What are you piping in for? No, y'all just like went completely dead. I don't know if like y'all are messing with me or what, but like I, I think you're messing with you because our audio has been fine up till now, and yeah. then you chime you're... in periodically screaming because I think. I think you, you've tweaked your settings to the point where it you just get nothing now. 
on our end when you scream it absolutely like mutes you out or dims you no but i didn't <laughs> scream no y'all would y'all were just talking not that, and not that time and then that was that, that was it y'all were just gone i'm like uh, uh oh, did, did, did you plug your ethernet cable into the laptop <laughs> no i don't you, no 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 don't know fine on my end okay. i can hear night demon so okay so we, we continue so we have some returning weapons i guess that are going to be available for season of arrival max infusion caps so this is 1360 i believe so this is the shining sphere rocket launcher the swarm of the raven grenade launcher so this is the one where you can get spike grenades on which was really good for the last year and a half i guess that you can reacquire with a higher power level and we've spoken about that at length in the last week and a bit on our podcast about reacquiring weapons that we already have god rolls of yep uh talent of the eagle which is the scout rifle bite of the fox which is the sniper rifle which is a kinetic one orange mole which is a secondary grenade launcher and criminal's dagger hand cannon and with the forward path and the fool's remedy they'll also be updating us with two additional perks specific to the iron banner weapons here's a look at what they do not that we actually get to see what they do it's just in words on the twarp so iron grip improves weapon stability at the cost of reload and iron gaze which improves the weapon targeting acquisition at the cost of range now fallout plays did a really interesting video it was about a week and a half ago and i didn't i haven't included it until i'll do it this week because he goes over on the perk set from what they can see in light.gg is that it's something like you'll get a bump of plus 20 in stability but it'll be minus 30 in in reload speed and the same with target acquisition you get a really significant bump in the target acquisition but the cost of the range really bumps you down by like 20 range so he doesn't know whether that was just they put that in the database just as a place marker or those are the actual per sets you know how how much of a, a reduction are you going to get of range to improve your target acquisition and how much reload speed are you going to then be able to negate with mods and different things to improve your weapon stability so until we actually get the weapons and see what they do and do these weapon perks then a drop on the original weapons that we're getting back like the shining sphere the swarm of the raven etc etc it's um it's going to be interesting well swarm of the raven's already outdated because of the type of grenade launcher it is those were nerfed uh what's the 140s or what's the rate of fire of those again i can't i can't remember i can because that was already nerfed which is why the the i'm trying to look it up right now the new one that everybody's been using, myself included, the one with clown cartridge and spike grenades, the something something four grenade launcher. It's a different archetype, and that's why yeah. everybody's using that is because it that archetype wasn't nerfed, and you know so yeah so yeah yeah yeah. So it looks like I mean the way this reads is you know they just say the forward path of the fool's remedy will be updated to have the perks. They don't say anything else will. I'm just excited to have an auto rifle that gives me more stability at the cost of reload speed. Great, wonderful. I'm in. <laughs> give me, give me another laser beam. Yeah, give me an acting war rig. I don't need to reload. Yeah, re- reloading breaks my immersion. I don't believe in it. It's against everything I stand for. And if I can make that 
weapon even more stable and murder people? Um, what's not to love? So you, the, the the grenade launcher you were talking about is the interference four, and that's the one that's the new monarchy red one that's now dropping. Is that right? And that's 120 rounds per minute. What the? What? What? What's the matter? No one quiet again. No, let me let me quick my. Okay. Output. Hold on. Yeah. No, y'all would. Yeah, he's broken something on his end. I I think I think his new fancy Nvidia whatever he was using is now uh, muted all incoming audio sources. (laughs) Everything is being picked up as noise. The he's it's like the world is just too noisy. You need peace. You need to find calm and centering in your life. No, there was there was a, a a new setting I've never seen before. Speakers, stream, sorry, Steam streaming microphone and Steam streaming speakers. If you've never seen it before, I've never, never click on that. it because no. it always breaks things. I didn't don't, click on it. Click. No, it, it was just there just now, and I'm just like, what the hell? Well, unclick it then. If it's if it's never been there before, I you unclick didn't it. need it before. Thank you. Well, there you go. You didn't need it. Have you tried turning it off and on? So I will reiterate. For you, Respawn. So it's the Interference 4, which is the new Monarchy grenade launcher that you were talking about, which is 120 RPM. And the Swarm of the Raven, which was uh, 150 RPM. There you go. Uh, But the Swarm of the Raven was the rapid fire uh, frame, whereas the Interference is an adaptive frame. And the adaptive frames are well-rounded grip, reliable and sturdy. But with the uh, with the interference, you can get that full court, so it increases the detonation damage as the projectile travels further and faster before exploding. Um, and Swarm of the Raven, at the time, could just roll with the, the spike grenades. But again, you could get field prep on both. So, you know, like we've, I keep saying, swings and roundabouts. Potato, potato. Keep everything in your vault, because you never know when you're going to need it, he says. Yes, right. especially when you're on a podcast and you have to explain things really quickly and you go, oh, there, there it is. It's sitting next to that one. Yeah. No, I always keep all my weapons. I just, I never keep all the armor. That's where you're different. Is you like to keep all the armor, too. I keep everything. Exactly. Although saying that, I have done really well in the last week. I've managed to clear out 30 spaces using the fabulous function from the Destiny item manager. Was it all sparrows? Well, I, w- I will link in the show notes. No, Sparrows, actually, <laughs> when I first had to clear it out, uh, back in the beginning of Destiny 2, I cleared out all the Sparrows because it was then going to collections. And I, I could actually breathe a sigh of relief thinking, oh, thank God, I've saved all these Sparrows, these ghosts and things. They're now in a collection so I can pull them back out from. Do you know how many I've ever pulled them back out? None. 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 But None I can go and look one. at them. I can go and look yeah. at them as much as I like. See, my, my thing with the sparrows, the reason I said that is because I have a ton of legendary sparrows inside my inventory, but they're all speed 160, right? Because you know how they normally drop 150? Yeah. These are all speed 160s, and I'm like, well, it's a pain to get another 160, so I'm going to just hang on to these. Even even the god-awful ugly ones that are ugly in color, shape, size, everything. I no, still have just, those because they're 160s. Just get rid of them. Yeah, I, I managed to clear down 30 spaces with the... Uh, app, the, the Destiny Item Manager app, uh, telling me what's actually going to be more viable past um, like September. So, yeah, it's, hopefully it'll work out. With um, I got rid of a lot of armor that I, I was kind of holding on to. They had high stat rolls, but then I've got now comparable rolls that are going to last for the next year. So, 
So there you go. Yes. So, so really, it sounds like you just need some sort of some sort of display case you can build in the game, like to display sparrows or to display different things. You can like put the emblems up on a nice little nice little like trophy case. You can go and maybe when you're in the ship and just stare at them and enjoy them. Maybe. That's what Destiny needs to give you. Just just a way to enjoy all of your accomplishments and achievements. Not to use, but just just to, to look admiring, admiringly upon. You know, that's all. <laughs> so getting back to the Iron Banner, because I love a bit of Iron Banner, and I can't wait for next week. The armor set that's going to be reprised is the Iron Fellowship set. And we actually do get to have a look at what it looks like. And it looks Iron Bannery. Yes. Oh, well. That was the Seashell King set. Because they've changed the Titan helmet. Because it used to be a seashell king. Now you're a little more sleek looking. But the rest of the armor still, ha- still has that, like, you know, d- lines on it. Just yeah. reminds me of being a giant seashell. And I almost like it less that it looks a little less absurd. But the hunter has a little, uh, I don't know, like his, a little, yeah, a little crown. Hunter yeah. is back there being like, what's going on? I, I have no, no thoughts on this Titan one, though. It just looks, it, it's not overly absurd. That's all I can give it. It, it does look pretty sleek as far as Titans go, though. I mean, that's some Titan armor I can get behind. But I just want to point out that the Hunter is, in fact, my wearing friend, a crown. My friend, you're should. always behind the Titan. Uh-uh. It's the safest place to be. It is. Especially for you Hunters. No, that's not right. Can't charge you from behind. Actually? <laughs> Not at the Actually? moment. You wait until we get a new exotic that says you can backtrack into whoever's behind you. No, no. I've seen I've seen people like running in front of me on mouse and keyboard, and then I guess their DPI was set to like, you know, all moving through time, right? Because they'll be running in front of me, away from me, and then all of a sudden I'm being shoulder charged. I'm like Osiris as a titan. <laughs> he can move through space and time and yeah. <laughs> appear behind you. So, I'm so mad about that, man. So mad. Also, with Iron Banner returning, we always get a new shader or a couple of good shaders. So it's normally the one that they show on the set in the picture, which looks like gold and a dark jaded green color. So that looks interesting. We're also getting another new emblem for the Iron Banner. But as we which... know, I won't be taking off my other Iron Banner emblem. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if you guys have ever heard of this Iron Burden emblem that that was around. No, uh, no not no. not what familiar. You should you should tell us more. Um, yeah, the, in Iron Banner back. Oh, God, we're going back quite a while now. You know, you had to back in the quite, days of yore. Yeah, yeah, when when you had you you know these the veteran players, you you had to have an Iron Burden consumable on you and it dropped your light by I, I believe it was like 50 light and you really had to grind it and you had to get 2500 kills whilst under the influence of an iron burden um there were also why on earth would anybody ever do that and it actually dropped your power level by a hundred it dropped your power level a hundred down in a light enabled activity no oh, that's see, not a thing it, you're just making stuff up you're and now i have an emblem to show off for it that can show the tracking stat on it now. Hacks. Hacks. Yeah. Which you will not be replacing with this new one because it's... Um, no. It, it's it's there. It's green. It's gold. It's got a little shape on it, but no. It's meant to be a wolf, I guess. 
I I guess I mean a very abstract wolf like like <laughs> the the, co- the colors are there, but yeah, is compared to the ones they put out in the past, like this this is not going to take the top spot. Mm-mm, no, you think? No, but she also wants to remind you that skill based matchmaking has been disabled, so it's all connection based. So we're going to see how this turns out with a you know all connection based light level enabled game type. Yeah. Because um, isn't all the competitive stuff still skill-based? You know, skill-based and in Trials cases, card-based. So this is sort of a unique one-off in it's light-level enabled and and connection-based. Yeah, it's light-level and just connection now. It'll be interesting to see how this plays out because I know we've had some questions about people going, hey, I've been in the Crucible since they made this change and it's kind of rough now that we'll get to in a bit. Well, no, I, I, maybe we should just go into it now. So Maybe we could. We, ha- we had an email from Kay Jones that says, Hello, how are you guys? I enjoy your podcast a lot. What are your thoughts on the way that Crucible is matched in just now? He says he's pretty bad at it, but used to enjoy it, but now finds it soul-destroying and close to tears when playing. So he's now lost all the confidence in playing it anymore. So, I mean, I've responded and explained the way that the game's set up at the moment. It is Crucible, for me, I haven't actually been in there. I mean, I've played... I think it was the first week and did some of the bounties or and grinded it before they changed it, uh, taken out the skill-based matchmaking. And I'd seen a lot of the YouTubers and a lot of podcasts discuss skill-based matchmaking and hadn't really kind of looked into it until I got this email. So I said to you guys, let, let's you know, do a bit of homework this week. We'll go into the Crucible and we'll have a test and sure. and see what we think, you know, and respond, responded as usual. No. But Parody and I actually <laughs> took it upon ourselves to go in and test a bit of matchmaking. Parody, did you want to discuss how you found it this week? Sure. So I, I went in. <clears throat> let me find a voice first. Yeah. So I went in this week and I played I played four matches of Supremacy and four matches of four or five matches of Control because that got me the two playlists I needed. And I figured it would just be a different, you know, different game type. I, I, the one thing I will say is stay out of the classic mix. Even before the change, that's where I was seeing just the most stompy, sweaty, try-hardy teams in the classic mix. I don't go into there unless I want to sweat. So that's my first bit of advice. If you're playing the classic mix thinking, oh, this will be a low-key thing, don't do that. It's just bad there. It's a wasteland. We stay away from that. But Supremacy and Control, both both were, I don't know, I mean, again, it's only eight, eight or ten games I played. It seemed a little sweatier at times, but not overly so. Now, to be fair, there was one match where we had a guy in the in the lobby who got 47 kills, which normally, you know, 20, maybe 30s, you know, you yeah. might see every now and again. Like, I, I'll have some games where I'll get, you know, around 20 kills if I have a decent game. I, I can't remember the last time I saw someone getting 47 kills in a lobby of a non-competitive game thing. So... Take that as a data point as you will. I'm also playing US East Coast servers in the evenings with everybody else off of work. I'm no longer playing at the weird oddball times during the day. So it definitely, I mean, it definitely felt like a change, but it definitely, like I didn't have the experience of just getting destroyed. And I mean, just for reference, I'm a 1.0 KD-ish, basically between like 0.8 and 1.2 is where I've been forever. That's sort of where I where I land in the KD world. So I'm not a great player, but I'm not terrible, and I've put a lot of hours into it. But I don't know. I mean, it, it definitely I felt the change, but it didn't feel overwhelming. It didn't feel 
like getting stomped. And and again, I didn't I didn't set foot in the classic mix because I just know that's always bad. <laughs> I, I didn't I didn't see a lot of teams though. I I felt like before I was seeing more groups of two or three. And again, could have just been the couple of matches I played. Everybody was for the most part solo queuing, or there might have been a team of two or two. It wasn't like you know teams of five, teams of six jumping in. I'm really curious to see Iron Banner this week how that how that plays. Because I tend, I intend to spend most of my game time this week in Iron Banner, so I feel like I'll have at least a little bit of a better sense of it, you know, after this week. So yeah, Knight, what was your, what was your experience? And I played on, played it all on Xbox again, just for just for reference. So yeah, yeah. Knight, yeah what did you, what 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 platforms did you play on, and how did your experience <laughs> go? I just played on Xbox. Um, I only played three games because that's all I had time for at the time, and we won my first game lost the second game, won the third game. But what I was quite interested in is I went in with some of my pre-made loadouts that I'd used last season. So I had a sweet business loadout with the Acton War Rig. There was a pulse rifle one. And then it was just like messing about with grenades and things. And for each one, uh, the first game went in pretty standard, 17 kills, 1.2 KD. I was fourth on the list. So there was a couple of good, players above me the second game and i think we were all kind of still in that same kind of pool of players so it just kind of rotated us around i got 10 kills and 0.77 kd and we lost again i was fourth but in that game i managed to kill somebody that i think they'd got 25 or 30 kills in a row without dying so i got the medal for killing them which i'd never had before Game three, I got 14 kills. I thought, you know, it's very comparable to game one. But again, I got 0.78 uh, KD. Um, and we won that game, but I was sixth on the list. I I honestly can't... I don't know if I've played enough as yet. And I don't know whether it's because I'm stepping back into Crucible after, say, two or three weeks of just playing PvE and I'm not used to it. Even though I just, you know, whacked on the builds that I'd already had for PvP. Was it me just being, you know, a lapsed player of not playing PvP? Was it the new metas that are in there? Was it the fact that the skill-based matchmaking has been taken out? I mean, there was there's a lot of variables. And like you were saying, it's... I think the best thing for me to do is to continue testing it because next week with Iron Banner, that's something I will be playing a lot of. And if it's been disabled in that as well, then I'll be able to give a better overview of um, my opinions and how I, how I actually feel and how I've actually dealt with it. My feeling at the moment was that something was off because it felt like when I joined with ODST, now he's a better player than I am. And when I team up with him, I seem to be in a sweatier lobby than when I'm just solo playing. And if I'm solo playing, I seem to play, uh, you know, a lot better. I mean, I've, I seem to find that I, I go off and lone wolf quite a lot and, um, and get a lot of kills. Yeah. I definitely have noticed the same thing. You know, I played all these games solo this week. I've definitely noticed though, if I jump in with, if I jump in with you or pan or blue or Odie, depending on who I'm in with and sort of their skill level, it definitely, I can feel myself going up or down in those tiers a little bit. Or at least before, where I can tell if I jump in with people who are play a lot of Crucible as well, it'll be like, oh, there's a bunch of experienced Crucible people. Let's put you up a higher bit. Or if I'm jumping in with you know some people who just play less of it and don't really enjoy it, 
you know, it'll be a little harder for them, but it'll be a little easier for me. It feels like just overall. And again, it's just, you know, I don't have numbers. It's just sort of a vague sense of, I feel like I'm doing pretty well, but yeah. So I went back and looked at the, looked at the stats and and the one guy I was with with the 47 kills, I looked him up on destiny tracker and he's, you know, point point nine percent of, you know, his clash. He is a top 1.2% supremacy player. Like he's, he's a phenomenal PVP -er. Where I don't, you know, again, I've run into good PvP folks in the past, but I don't feel like I, you know, someone dropping 47 kills in a supremacy game, I don't ever remember seeing someone with, you know, they, someone else might have an 8.6 KD, but it's over, you know, 20 kills or 15 kills or something, not 47. Yeah. So, you know, I'll be curious to see if that was more of an outlier or if that's something that can, you know, something we're going to see more of. It's also not worth noting, you know, Trials wasn't up while I was playing. I was just playing during the week, and Trials wasn't available. So I'm always curious, you know, where, oh, if I maybe the weekend, some trials. of those. Yeah, okay. I while Trials was available. Because I thought maybe it's, you know, the sweaty players uh, might go out of the playlist. But no, they obviously weren't. Yeah, no, they're definitely, definitely enough. And again, it's a big enough world. There's enough people always around. But yeah, I always try to think. Okay, it's an off time. Maybe they're in trials. Da, da, da. Yeah, no, they're they're still there just to, to stop on us on us lowly people. Yeah, I, I don't think I I went back and looked. I, I think I had one game where I was over KD and mostly between point five and point eight, with like between five and fourteen kills. So not a great match, but yeah. Also, I like you said, there's so many variables. I hadn't played a bunch. It's you know getting back into it. Is it is it the speed of the game and just me being off, or is it just the game has changed a little bit and yeah, there's some of both for sure. Yeah, yeah I mean, I where they, they've changed the weapons and things, haven't they? So definitely, you know, oh. some of the weapons have got a buff. Some of them have got a slight nerf. There's, you know, like the last word I tried using that, and it was very crispy when I could hit the shots. But, right. Yeah. It's I, it, it's all gnawing hunger and fell winter's lie. Like that's yeah, I feel uh, like that's that's pretty much all I saw. Gnawing gnawing hungers and fell winter's lies. Obviously yeah. not on the same person, but. When I was getting killed, like that was, and I was playing with some other auto rifles and consistently getting outshot by the gnawing hunger, which I should know to expect. But I wanted to see how some of the other ones would stack up poorly. Poorly is how they stack up. Gnawing hunger is, as we've been saying, and other people have been saying, is in a really good spot right now. Yeah. Respawn, you wanted to say something? I mean, the, okay, first of all, the pulse rifle that we get from uh, hitting level something or other, right? That is. Redrix. Think. No, no. Okay. Pulse rifle in what? Oh, the, the cold front. That oh, one. Cold, front. cold, cold, no, cold something. something else. Yeah. Oh, um, the one I don't have. That, okay. That thing is a monster, right? First of all, it's the, the more and more people that cold get denial. it, it's the cold denial. You'll get, hmm. you'll see that more and more in the crucible, especially if they get a good one, because that thing is a monster. And it is, yeah. I have been using false promises, right? Now I know people are gonna groan out there. Oh, false promises. Uh... But the one that I have has dynamic sway reduction and Zen moment and ricochet rounds with a master work, master work for range, and it deletes people at a very respectable range in the Crucible. You I know, don't think anybody would be moaning about it. Do you? They no, like any noises. There's all the videos I've seen say it's a very good auto rifle. Yeah, no, it's it, very good. It, it, it very much is. Yes, I, I, it's very good, and I was I was winning a lot of fights with it. Until I saw some gnawing hunger folks who were able to out just outgun me, 
It depends on the range, though. If you're mid-range with a gnawing hunger, yeah, you're going to delete people. But I'm talking yeah. about, like, pulse rifle ranges. That auto rifle is, is comparable to a pulse rifle, in my opinion, right? As long as you can land your shots. you gotta you got to get that stability, though, which is why I have, like, three stability increasing uh, things on mine. But once you increase that stability, dude, just come on. What are you going to do from that range? Now, again, like you said, gnawing hunger. Close to mid range, yeah, the thing's gonna it's gonna eat your face because that's what it's built to do. But yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. There's another 600 round auto rifle that I was playing around with that I found to be really, really good. I'm gonna look that up here in just a minute so I can let y'all know. Yeah, I've seen a couple of services. I've seen again, totally anecdotally, a couple of sweet businesses in the Crucible where before it's like nobody runs that. Except for yeah. me, if I'm screwing around, like, but I've actually seen you know the hunter last week, and I saw a couple of folks this week running it, or at least I heard it. I didn't see a lot of it, but I heard it on the map. I somewhere. heard it. <laughs> <laughs> didn't get killed by it, but someone was getting kills with it. Yeah, I mean, when I got my 1.2 KD on the first game, I was running sweet business, and I thought I was doing pretty poorly. You know, I was getting a couple of good kills here and there, but I end up getting 17 kills. But compared to last season, <laughs> with the same setup. I was getting a lot more kills. I was in the high twenties, and that, and I always felt like I was always being challenged with my skill in the you know quick play, but obviously not. Obviously. obviously uh, not. While we're on the subject, though, while we're on the subject, uh, speaking of pulse rifles, there's a pulse rifle that you get from, not get, you got past tense. You can't get it anymore from trials when it first came out. It's the pulse rifle that you can get from the original trials. It has a name. Uh, I'm looking Wouldn't know up anything about it. Tag name. <laughs> Relentless. I only ever experienced trials weapons on the distance end. That thing right there, it it's a high impact pulse rifle. So it got a buff when we got our latest buffs. And if you have it, it's very good right now in the sandbox. I just wanted to point that out. None of our listeners have it. I know. <laughs> I'm a listener. Sometimes. No, you're, no, you're not. No, Don't you're not. I said sometimes. <laughs> right, you were on a plane this weekend, or this week, just gone. Did you listen yeah. to any of the old episodes? Yes. That, that's a yes with the... You're lying. What episode <laughs> I know, you I, listen? listened to, I listened to an episode, but I didn't finish it because the plane ride was only 45 minutes long. <laughs> You, so so, you're saying, I, is, you, didn't, you didn't ask me if I finished it. You didn't ask if I finished it. <laughs> you just asked if I listened. And I did. I, I just, I just the plane ride wasn't long enough. What do you want from me, man? Get oh, out of here. Bless you. <laughs> Sometimes. So I, I thought, you know, with the question being asked, what do we think about it? So I think we should kind of continue our experiment into Iron Banner next week. Well, Parody and I will experiment in Iron Banner. I don't know about him. He's... I will play. Um, no, you won't. Will you be kicking and screaming the entire time? No. No. After the initial, you know, sadness of realizing that I am in an Iron Banana match, I'll get over it pretty quick. It's just that hurdle. You know, like, like you know, when you got to go to the gym, some people out there, you're like, oh, I got to go. Oh, and you fight it and you dread it, but then you get up, you get in the car, you go to the gym, and then you're at the gym and you do your thing, right? I just, I got to get over that that initial hurdle of not wanting to do it, and then I'm good, you know? Hmm. 
So you're saying you can get in the car and go places? There's other buildings in the world? I'm I'm unfamiliar with this. Yes. Yes. So I, I did a bit more research into this skill-based matchmaking thing that's no. not been removed or been removed or whatever's happened because, yeah, because of life. So, yeah, I've, I've done a bit of research. And I went away and I, I listened to Guardian Hub because their most recent episode, I think it was 65, uh, they talked about the skill-based matchmaking being removed. And Des Raven on there had some pretty um, good views on it. And they pointed me in the direction of the Massive Breakdown podcast, episode 127. Now, what I found quite interesting was this was an episode that they did this time last year. And this time last year, the skill-based matchmaking, do we have it in quick play question was raised uh, then. So it's been a whole year and Bungie have now taken out the skill-based matchmaking, which has been quite interesting because they mentioned the fact that Every year around June and July, we have the same question come up. And it always seems to be around the point of players dropping off in the game and what can Bungie do to increase the pool of players in, say, well, in Crucible. So this year, it seems that they've taken out the skill-based matchmaking to see. I'm guessing it's going to be an experiment because they probably want to see the data on it, whether they're actually getting more positive or more negative. What was interesting with the massive breakdown, Mercules actually goes through and explains what the skill-based matchmaking is rather than what people think it is and what playlists have the skill-based matchmaking. And I mean, you've got to take it that it was a year ago. So it was before we had uh, the beginning of Shadowkeep. So this was when they had, uh, it was a countdown in competitive and you didn't have the single player competitive that you could have. So it was before that. But most of the stuff that he was talking about actually still stands now with how Bungie work out how you are matched with other players. And I found it really interesting. It's about an hour and a half long and I took some notes on this. And I think it's funny you can actually hear him flapping the paper. I took some yeah. notes on it. <laughs> I, I, I took some notes. Paper note. Is that the episode where they break down like what it is and the problems with each of them? Skill-based versus connection-based? Yeah. Like, like, sort of like the pros and cons of both? Yeah. Okay. So yeah, they mentioned that this time every year we have the same topic of people dropping off around now. So to increase the pool, you, you know, they go round and round each year. What can they actually do? So Kit Catcher said that he, he, at the time, last year, he was super happy with the quick play and the Iron Banner. He loves the matchmaking in both. Uh, they're on opposite ends of the spectrum. He plays and enjoys both of them for different reasons. And I think I can relate to that. When I go into quick play, I'm playing quick play for a specific, you know, just f- because it's it's just enjoyable to go in and play. And with Iron Banner, I know I'm going to be a little bit more sweaty and it's going to be a bit more fun. And there's, you know, the lights involved. And, you know, I enjoy both for different things. So I think I'm kind of on the same wavelength as him. And Merck was saying that quick play is named as such. It should be quick play. So why is there skill-based matchmaking? Which, you know, yeah, yeah, I get that. You know, it should be something that doesn't have skill-based matchmaking. It should just be everybody's in a pool and everybody plays. And he, he does an analogy with a ping-pong reference with... If he wants to learn ping pong, he, you know, he gets good at playing ping pong. He then, you know, signs up for a league. He then goes to professional tournaments and things like that. But he can still go to the pub 
and play people in his area at a ping pong table and they could be higher skilled players they could be better or lower you know he uses that analogy of the for what quick play actually is i think the what they pointed out is that comp is the thing that needs to be addressed comp is the thing that a lot of players even as across recently in one of his recent videos was talking about skill-based matchmaking said it seems to be less sweaty going into comp at the moment so new players should go into comp because you will find people of your own skill when you are first starting out and that was quite interesting is that merc was also saying that it's it's harder to win games for lower skilled players or players that are just coming into the game and it's hard to kind of convince people to stick around when you have a a quick playlist as we've got at the moment because as kj was saying in his email to us that he feels demoralized he doesn't want to go and play crucible anymore and there's a lot of other players that will see what's happened or go into crucible now and just get completely demoralized even though I won one game and, and lost another game, my KD was a lot lower than what it had been. And I think I'm a bit more thick-skinned when it comes to playing in Crucible. But if I was a new player and I, I had that experience, I could completely understand where they're coming from, that, oh, I don't want to go into that. But then Bungie aren't pushing those players to go into comp and say, right, this is the playlist for you to get your skill up. Because let's face it, you could do the, the single player and be matched with other players around your same skill level to then be matched against other people against your skill level to then go up to 2100 and by that point you've got a bit more experience under your belt and maybe you do just stay at 2100 points but at that point you are then matching against other people around your skill level that you can then get better at but Bungie haven't actually communicated that to new players yeah that's been a problem for a while and I mean, that definitely echoes. Again, I I haven't really stepped into competitive since I did my recluse grind. But after trying the season before and just getting, you know, getting to, I don't know, 17, 18, 1900, somewhere in there, and then just sort of hitting a wall, just couldn't couldn't string enough wins together or put enough time together to get it done, and then knocking it out in an afternoon. Now, granted, I did the sort of a new season right when they introduced the the system of, hey, we're going to actually try to sort of put everybody on equal playing field from the start, and then as you play, put you into tiers sort of where you belong. It was definitely, I mean, just, you know, again, I felt like I was playing an actual competitive games every single time. Yeah, I was getting stomped every now and again, but that's, there's always going to be an outlier. There's always going to be that guy who... Every now and again? Only every now and again? Really? Well, yeah, only every every now and again. I mean, yeah, I mean, sometimes you'll lose a game and sometimes you'll run to a guy who will drop 47 kills on your team. But overall, you're you're playing competitive. You match. keep bringing that up. That like really affect you? <laughs> no, not at all. It, no, no, no. It's it, it's just in in the the how many how many years have we, have we been playing Destiny two? Three years yeah. now, four years. Like I I don't think I've ever seen someone hit you know forty in a game, let alone higher than that. I don't care. It, you run into a good person, you get stomped. That's what happens. It's just the example I have. If it, if it's something else, if it had been. You know, 50 kills this week, that'd be the number I throw out. Just that's the number of the week. It happened this week, so that's the example I'm using. I don't care. Like, I'm like 19 minutes. I go in, I win, I lose. I don't get that the game. But I'm like, you know what? You're using this weapon well. You're doing this. I just step away for a while. I, I just don't care that much. It's a game. I play it to have fun. But yeah, but I, I think you're right that Bungie sort of has, they almost need to rename the things and say, you know, if you want to get started out, go into this game type. If you want to play 
if you if you're sort of a veteran and don't know what to expect, go into this game type. Yeah. I also think it'd be really nice to have some sort of valor based like I was thinking about this this week because valor is sort of the like you play a game you are in valor, win lose draw you play a game you are in valor, and say maybe until you get you know until you reset your valor once or twice or you know until until some valor based number, you, there's a playlist available to you sort of as a new as a new guardian crucible, you know until you reset your valor just we'll call it twice you can jump into this sort of you know beginners level playlist of it's only people who have not you know played enough of the game to reset their valor more than twice that at least limits the number of people you're playing. And yeah, there's always people who will jump in with alt accounts and blah, 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 whatever. But at least overall, the community in that playlist should be, you know, like beginner level people like what Halo did where until you're at level five or whatever, you know, you can jump into sort of that beginner, beginner PVP list of it's people who are also on low level characters. Yeah. They may be better than you, but at least their character is also low level and they may not have, you know, amazing guns and things. So, I think that, yeah, that's a good idea. Something like that. Just give us, you know, give some sort of sandbox to maybe I want to play PvP, but don't know what to expect, or I don't enjoy it, but I want to sort of get a feel of it before just getting run over and rooting my experience out the gate, and then I never come back to it. Because that's the problem. People go in, they get stomped, they never come back to it. Hmm. It's a good idea, and I think if they were to do that, they should take into like veteran guardians past experiences in Crucible. So even if that veteran guardian hadn't reset their rank say in each season but they've played crucible for you know consecutive seasons they are then considered to be veteran players and they are in a different pool of players whereas if you're coming new into the game there should be a new light crucible for you to play in a uh, quick play you know there should be something on the director for those players or it just bungee behind the scenes should direct players into a separate kind of pool so that you know Maybe it's all, all the directories look the same, but then if you are playing with a veteran player, unfortunately, you're going to end up in the veteran pool. But I know, I know that sounds very similar to what we had before, but it, it is a rough barrier for like the, the new players to get into. And those bottom and low skilled players should never, not, in, not even now, ever be playing anybody near the top 1%. And I think, unfortunately, we are now seeing those top 1% players being able to play lower tier players and really stomp. And I know it's on the odd chance, but like Parody was saying, he had a guy that was maybe not in the top 1%, but maybe in the top 20%. But then that also makes a difference to the people that are in the, the lower bracket. I know we had it in Destiny 1 that it was no skill-based matchmaking. And when you went in, you got destroyed if you couldn't play Crucible. But that is what turned a lot of players away. It doesn't help whatever they've done at the moment, What the, their solution to just turning it off. I know they want to get the pool of players. They want to grow the pool of players so that maybe the, the higher population, it wouldn't matter because you then would have everybody in that playlist and it wouldn't matter look, 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 it would look, it would look. work out more level playing if there was more people in the pool of playing let me ask you a question um bungie's first game right halo did it have any of that stuff in there did it have trials did it have skill-based matchmaking did it have connection-based did it have any of that do you know i have no idea how they did the matchmaking of that i just know that there was a place you could go in as a beginning pvp or to have a good experience and then you could at that point decide whether you wanted to go on. I I, I don't know how they did that. Okay, what was that? What was that called? 
I'm asking you because I'm trying to so this conversation is going in circles, right? Because skill-based matchmaking, not skill-based matchmaking. Uh, connection matchmaking, not connection matchmaking. Uh, freaking. Um, that's, that's how the game works. It's no, competitive, whatever. Look, 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 look. Get to look. your point. Get to your point. My point is this. Stop complaining. If you want to play Crucible, go play Crucible. If you get stomped, you get stomped. You don't get stomped. Congratulations. That's You're not improving. helping anybody. Okay. That, that's no, not it's helping not. anybody. But we have this same conversation periodically, and it's driving me nuts, dude. People always we, complain. We don't have this. People, oh, we have had conversations about the different kinds of matchmaking in Bungie many times. Many times. When they were adding skill based matchmaking, I, we heard people complaining. When they took it away, we had people complaining. I was one of them, granted. You know, it's just somebody's always going to complain about one of these matchmaking skills. All right, look, you want to go into quick play, go into quick play. You want to go into freaking competitive, go into competitive. You want to play Iron Banana, do that. You want to freaking whatever, do it. If you get stomped, you're either going to get stomped or you're going to get better, right? And then you are right back where you started with a PvP community of nothing, and then every try game a different game mode. And you get all- into a game mode, you get your ass stomped. Guess what? Try a different game mode. But that's the problem that they came across with trials. They thought, you know, trials that they could open it up to everybody. But then the top tier players found a way of farming the lower tier players, which wasn't enjoyable for the lower tier players. So the lower tier players decided, we're not going to play your game mode. So it was just the sweaties and they all complained and they got upset. So they had to change the mode. So now it's, oh, if you get this, this and this, you'll get more of this. You know, it just at the moment taking out the skill-based matchmaking, and I'm not saying replace it back again. I'm not saying put that back in. I'm not actually saying yay or nay for it. I'm just feeding back some of the research that I found when I was looking into the question that was posed to us. That it it turns out that, you know, with skill-based matchmaking being removed, it seems to be better for the top-tier players as they get matched more frequently. They're not sitting in orbit for 12 minutes, as some of the YouTubers have been saying. You know, I've been sitting there waiting to play. Because quick play is just to have fun. And it doesn't seem to be, at the moment, with some of the feedback, that people are having fun. You know, you can't seem to go in there with a stupid loadout and have fun, or you'll just get destroyed. The idea is that you go in, you play, you can experiment with different builds, but everybody seems to play a lot more and stay in that playlist. And yes, I understand that in the in the skill-based matchmaking, we had people teleporting across the map. We had, you know, people phasing in and out. We there was glitching all over the place. And have you know the question has to be raised: Has Bungie eliminated that part of what they wanted to do, or does that still continue? You know that you've got to ask the question of what was the actual reasoning behind them taking out the skill-based matchmaking? I mean, they were saying that it, it would make the matches more frequent. It, you know, it would stop the people who had the laggy connections as much being matched up against other people that didn't have the laggy connections that then, you know, upset their games. But as I said, it, it seems to translate more for the higher players, higher skill players that they have more frequent games so they they enjoy it a bit more so that they can make more content for us to then enjoy them you know playing but it, it's not a relaxed atmosphere as as it originally was from what i can see you know it, it doesn't translate down into the lower half of the pvp crowd who just want to play and, and just 
maybe do their bounties and and get out i i don't know you know there's there's not enough incentives and rewards for people to go into the competitive and play more competitively against each other it just seems to be every playlist at the moment seems to be this is hard this is going to be sweaty and soul destroying as people have been saying there should be different bounties as well why are the bounties not catered towards your skill level if i want to go in and i've you know say for instance i've got to get 10 precision kills in crucible now i could probably do that in maybe two or three games but a top skilled player could probably do that in one match and get out why are the bounties not kind of ranked for how well you can play so if you're a brand new player why does it not just say get one get two get three why not reward the lower skilled players that have just come into the game or just trying to do well in crucible a bit more incentive to come back into it or oh, you've, you've got your three headshots good grub. no that shouldn't be the mentality that is the mentality <laughs> if you want to go into trials remember that is your mentality you said Oh, they shouldn't be in trials. So where do Look, they go? They have to go to people. quick play. If you don't want to, if you don't want to challenge and you don't want to play against other people, play no, the that's not a challenge. Line. Play PVE. It's not a Whatever, challenge, dude. It's not a challenge when you have when you are being matched up against those other skilled players in quick oh, play. And I understand the the word of quick play should be quick play. PvP, dude. I understand oh that, but. I'm not getting enough kills for what I, I want to kind of do and, and enjoy Shouldn't the be game. Better. Oh, just I no, ultimately just, that's just, what it is. Just, every other every other PvP game out there, they don't cater to their fan base like a bunch of whiny little freaking I deserve this type people, dude. Right? Which is why? Which is why is Destiny making such a big deal out of this? Yo, if you want to go play Crucible, go play. If you're not good enough to hang out with the people that you're playing against, sorry, Chief. Get better. Go play a different game. And I know what you're going to say. Bungie wants people to play their game. But no matter what you do, you're alienating some people. So just cater yeah, the fan base that's going to stick around and stop with all the back and forth, dude. Oh. But I I think you, you, the, have, the, you have hit on the problem of you can't cater to the new player and the, the streamer. They're no. on a spectrum. You can't cater to both of them. Okay. Mortal Kombat as an example. Is there an easy mode in Mortal Kombat? No. You jump online, you fight somebody, you're going to be better than them or you're not. Right. Because right. that's all that game is. That's what I'm saying, though. When you're doing PvP, you're going to beat them or so, you're not. But it's I think the thing is, is it's the labeling of the game modes. The game mode as quick play, it, it gives a false representation of what it actually is or what it was meant to be or what it is now. You know, I, I'll give you an example because I, I, I looked at skill based matchmaking YouTube videos. I, I listened to True Vanguard, Apathetic, I'm Not KC, and Mr. Chow Time. And some of the comments on I'm Not KC were quite interesting because it, it kind of went along with the email that we got from KJ. Um, this one's from David Sabillion. Uh, he says, as for me, I used to play control for fun. Very casual. I would throw a shield at B and emote to be goofy. Now it's simply not fun for me. It went from casual to I can't blink or I'll get sniped from my spawn points. Um, he says he doesn't mind being challenged, but if he wants to be challenged, he'd go into competitive. The only way I can let the devs know how unhappy I am is to stop playing that. 
and that makes me sad since i used to love destiny a week ago and then jedi card tricks said streamers and youtubers like to push the narrative that oh you'll never run into the top one percent the top one percent are not the issue the issue is that the skill level increases exponentially once you get into the top 25 to 30 percent i'm still running into a very good players using all meta weapons and i don't see anybody trying out new loadouts or chilling we've traded what could be a bad experience for three out of ten players to something that could be sweaty for 70 percent of the players then streamers and YouTubers tell me, but you just get mercyed faster and you get your valor and move on. How often do you think that I want to do this? And then Scott B said, I don't feel like there's a place to drink beer and enjoy Crucible anymore. Every match is now sweaty. It's not fun. And fun is what Destiny is missing in almost every direction these days. I mean, I'll link all the, all the videos that I watched. I mean, True Vanguard and apathetic and i think mr chow time all sided on the fact of skill-based matchmaking being removed and the, you know they all gave valid points for why it should be removed and i'm not saying as i've said many times i'm not saying that it should be back in the game or i'm saying something else should be implemented but it seems to be that taking the skill-based matchmaking part out of the game has hurt the game for some players that actually did go in there and play a lot now i mean i haven't got all their accounts up i can't see how regularly they played i can only tell you how regularly i play which is why i said that i'm going to hold off my judgment until maybe next week when i actually play iron banner you know because that's the game mode that i like playing and i can actually give it a real test i think at the end of the day it's just you need to, you need to draw a, a thicker line between this is a competitive thing. This is not a competitive thing. And actually have, I, I, I don't know if it was just more options in Halo where you had more options to go into. You had action tech. You had absurd things. You had the King of the Hill. You had things you could go into that were sort of silly based. Like you could be really good at King of the Hill. You still had to track another person down. You could be really good at action tech. It was just absurd, stupid game types running around with swords. I don't know if you need to, to bring in just like a, a, a you know ridiculous playlist into, into Destiny PvP or what. Just to give people more diversity, or hey, you, you want to drink with your buddies on a Saturday night? We used to go into into like a bunch of like the user created levels in the in the PvP stuff, and just do like just absurd races and fall down shoots and all this crap in Halo that Destiny just doesn't have. And I'm like Bungie, you made this, you built it, you know it's possible. I would like to see like just to build out. I, mean, I just want to see them, you know, maybe build out the PvP experience more and make it more than just. Here's competitive. Here's quick play. Here's trials. That's it. Like they're just give it look, more. Look, give it more it, to it. Give it that solved. casual place. Let quick play give you glory. Problem solved. <laughs> I do remember Halo. Uh, the the wait times to queue into a Halo Three uh, lobby was quite long. You know, comparable to what we have, or what we did have, uh, queuing into quick play. So yeah, yeah, yeah. and, and Halo is the example. I just I played a fair amount of Halo PvP back in the day. I, I did play some Call of Duty back in the day until I, like, respawn said, get good or get out. I never touched the franchise again because I got out. I left that franchise behind years ago and never looked back. It's 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 not a place for me. It's not a game I'll consider. I've moved on with life. So I took response advice on that one and said, this is not the place for me. I'm not, I'm not I don't want to be an esports PvP gamer. I'm done. Yeah, so. I mean, if it's not for you, it's not for you. I mean... Some people like Final Fantasy, some people don't. Some people like Destiny PvP, some people don't. Some people like Pac-Man, some people don't. Just because you want to be a part of the community doesn't mean you should. You know? Sorry. 
No, but the thing is that you join a community, you enjoy a game mode. Like a lot of people have said, they've enjoyed what quick play was for, say, the last six months to a year, what it has been since Shadowkeep. And for them to suddenly just go, right, skill-based matchmaking has been taken out. And mm. maybe their feedback is a little premature. Maybe they've only played like one or two games like I did. And it's not kind of, they've not given it a chance to kind of get into full swing of just going back in and playing over and over again. Look, I called this, I called this as soon as they mentioned that it was going to go away. As soon as, it, the first time we had the podcast after they removed it, I said, look, it's going to be bad. Skill-based matchmaking is, is going to let all the low-tier players go, go against people that are way better than them, and it's going to be bad. I freaking called it, and here we are having this freaking conversation about it. I told you, man, skill-based matchmaking should not have been moved. Are the queue times lower? Yeah, but now you're going to lose an even bigger fan base because all the lower people are going against the higher-tier people, and they're not going to want to play. At least before with skill-based matchmaking, all you did was had a bunch of YouTubers crying about my God, I got to fight other people that are the same skill level I am. But you still had a player base. Now you're going to lose your player base. Congratulations, Bungie. No, and I know it sounds like it. it it's kind of a, it's a, I mean, it's, it's definitely a hot topic at the moment. And it's something that I think we'll investigate a bit further in the next week. But and, more importantly, um, there's nothing to investigate, dude. I'm telling in, you, it's going to get worse, man. Well, I'm going to try June. next week. Tune in next June a year from now when we have the same conversation because they've gone back the other way again. Yeah, <laughs> I'm actually quite disappointed in the massive breakdown. They said, tune in June 25th, 2020 for our discussion <laughs> on skill-based matchmaking. I looked on the timeline and said, nothing mentioned in your show notes about skill-based matchmaking for June 25th, right. 2020. You didn't, you didn't hold it. You didn't hold oh. it together, Merck. You didn't oh, do an, a year on the, yeah, because that would have been interesting yeah. for them to look back on their previous episode and go, ah, well, this, this, and this. So I'm um, hopefully they they might do one in the next couple of weeks. I mean, the way it is now, skill based matchmaking is not enabled. You're gonna go up against people that are gonna be better than you. So they get good, stop playing, but stop crying, okay? Because it's not gonna help anything. Don't listen to him. Eventually, they'll bring back skill-based matchmaking. Then all we have to do at or that something. point is listen to the freaking YouTubers cry about it. All right? And you know what? Personally, I don't care about the YouTubers crying. You put yourself in a higher tier. You play against people in that same tier. Sit down. Shut up. Make content. That's what you're there to do. Am I right? Am I right or am I right? I'm right. So now we've heard from Respawn, it's time to be heard from the Black Lives Matter pin that Bungie are now talking about. So on Juneteenth, they shared an article announcing our Be Heard Black Lives Matter pin and spoke about the significance of the day. So go read it if you haven't had a chance to yet. But basically, they're doing pre-orders for the pin are now live on the Bungie store and all profits for the sale of the Be Heard collectible pin and emblem will benefit Equal Justice Initiative. That's eji.org. Uh, all pre-orders will include the Be Heard emblem that will be emailed within 24 hours of your order. And we have already had tens of thousands of Guardians show their support. Thank you so much for supporting this cause and showing support in game. So we have some Twitch Prime rewards that I believe we did talk about last week, but we're going to talk about them again because they are in the twelve. So this is that this is the cerebral explosion emote, like exotic emote. Don't forget it's exotic. <laughs> You have the Burnout Exotic Sparrow, and this month, this is the one that makes you look like Ghost Rider on a sparrow. 
pretty cool. I like rocking that one. That one is actually dope. Plus Michelle, the exotic ghost shell. So it's got an electrical field around it. Looks really cool. I'm not yeah. sure about the perks because some of the perks are, are set on these ghost shells, aren't they? Like with Speed Demon. Like I, I never buy one from Eververse if it's got Speed Demon on it. If it's got Guiding Light, I'll buy it so that I can maybe. Eververse had some... one. Eververse had one. Hold on. Let me bring my shit I, up right Yeah, now. I'd buy them. I do buy them. No, 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 no. I what I'm saying is she, she, there was one with Guiding Light and Speed Demon is what I was saying. I don't want a Speed Demon one. And what? the Stellar Pavements Legendary Ship. So had, don't forget to link your Twitch Prime to your Bungie account to get those fabulous rewards from Amanda Holiday in the Tower. All the Guardian games one had Speed Demon and Guiding Light on it. Yeah, the lunar, the lunar Shell, the Lunar Shell, the one with the... The one that looks like a moon. That game, no. mine at least has a uh, guiding light and speed demon. I, I've lost track because I never changed my ghost shell. Because why? <laughs> what do you mean why? Don't don't say don't say nonsense stuff. Um, because I have the one with the guiding light and speed demon, <laughs> and why no. ever take it off? Right. Why would because, I ever? Not 100% right. I'm, I'm, I'm going to I'm going to educate you now in right. why you Ooh. would need a different ghost. Right. Treasure hunter. No, 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 no. You, I mean, if you if you're doing like bounties and things, maybe you want something that will find the treasure or the the planetary materials quicker yeah. and faster. Yeah, that's fine. So yeah. keep those keep those around for just. Yep. And those, that, the, the, that absolutely had done when we had to go hunt down a thousand treasures on each. We had ghosts out that would show me what the treasures were. Like I have one of each of those for each of the planets. Absolutely, that I will give yeah, you. No. I'm, I'm right. if you're in Hunter Top Tree, you wouldn't need that because our radar gives no. us all that stuff. I would never run Hunter Mitri, so I don't need to. <laughs> I'll give you an example. There are a couple of ghost shells that you can get from the game that will give you kind of a double and triple stat perks for whatever you're actually doing. So, for an example, I had a drop pod shell. Now, this is the one that looks like a like a Cabal drop pod. And the first one that I got had Guiding Light, so it gives me an increase of 10% on all my XP gains. But then it also gave me an extra 10% while I'm in Gambit. So I get 10% and then another 10% on top of that. And then it had improved arc analyzer. And I thought, okay, that's a really good one. So if I'm in Gambit and I turn in some bounties while I'm in Gambit, it's not necessarily 20% extra. It's like 10% and another 10% on top of that. But then I got another one to drop, I think, from just like one of the Eververse um, things. With the guiding light, 10%. I got the Gambit experience log, which gave me an extra 10%. I then got one that gave me an extra 10% of glimmer whilst I'm in Gambit. So it's, it's a brilliant triple stat. And so those do stack? You like, can stack, yes. Like, like the experience one specifically. Okay, because honestly, I always, I haven't got many of those to drop, but I've always wondered if they actually stack or if it just said, here's your 10% and um, yeah, here's your pittance on top of that. So it does actually give you either 10% yes. of... And ten percent again, or twenty percent, or yeah. whatever. Like the the fire team bonus that you can get whilst being in a fire team and turning in bounties. So if you're in a fire team, whilst either in Gambit, I've got one for Crucible as well. So if you're in Gambit, you'll get like the fire team bonus and the ten percent, and then the extra ten percent for being in the activity. And what I found is that you can actually load into a private Gambit match, and the same if you have it on the Crucible, and the stats still work. It, it'll pop up on your ghost. You can check it whilst you're in a private Crucible match or a private Gambit match. The ghost shell will show that it's working, and I've also, like I said, I've got one for Crucible, uh, the Kitbash shell. This is the one that looks like it's been pieced together, and this again has got the guiding light, and then it's got the Crucible log experience. So, 
I think you can re-pull them out of collections and, and try and see if you can get a better roll on them. So I might see if I can get one that I can get from Strikes as well. So it'll give me the 10% uh, Guiding Light and 10% while I'm in Strikes and maybe something like Glimmer while I'm in Strikes. That's that's a good reason for, you know, apart from having like the, the planetary ones, then, yeah, there are other good reasons for why you might want to... Um, Okay, so yeah, so they do stack. All right, that's cool. Yeah, I mean, I'm still not going to change it because I'm lazy and won't do it. But at least it's good to know that there are other viable options. Yeah, Treasure Hunter one. And yeah, if I was trying to get, I, I at this point I feel like I play enough of Gambit and things to, you know, get my infamy and stuff up anyway. But yeah, it's good to know there is at least a viable reason to do so. And I've just dropped something into the chat that I'm going to go through with you guys because this really tickled me, and I thought this would be this would be respawn. This, this makes me laugh. Right, so this was on Destiny the Games Reddit, and the title is "I got I got used from my body." There I am hanging out with Eris, just messing around, minding my own business. When this hunter loads in, invites himself into my fire team, blows through all these bounties to level up, and then dips. I've never felt more violated in my Destiny career. And then somebody else said, you know, thanks, your money's on the altar. And apparently this is a thing that some people are doing. If you it have an open, if you have and, an open and, fire team, people will join you to get buff. the XP bonus to oh, then looks. turn in. Yeah. But but here's what happened. Here's what happened, right? So, so funny. You, you have right that it's something that I would do, except somebody joined in on my fire team. And I'm like, oh, Okay. <laughs> So I, I got my bounties. I dragged them through strikes. I dragged them through public events. And then he sent me a message on Xbox. He's like, I just joined your party to get double XP on the on the on the bounties. I'm like, yeah, I know. And now and we're doing this. And you're gonna work for it. <laughs> he joined in on me and I dragged him everywhere oh, with me. So I think either the moral of the story is lock your party to friends. <laughs> And clan members only, or you're going to get violated by people just randomly dropping in. Now, most people generally will send you a message and ask if they could drop into you, but it just seems that you know this is a thing that random people will just suddenly drop into you, so your fire team to, uh, to get the XP bonus. So, yeah, I know I really need to open my fire team up. So, <laughs> you want to be like, all right, friends, we're going to Crucible, you're going to enjoy yourself. <laughs> Although, seriously, though, I I I can't like I I've played a number again I I did Crucible this week I played a couple of Gambit matches partially just because that's where the the new thing is so I always load in there in the tower I mean other than the you know freezing on respawn thing you know that's a known bug I feel like I've stepped into more matches where they just can't quite seem to get four people on four it's just like did we just did you leave midway through orbit did you get kicked like what's happening here mm -hmm. I've played more three on four Gambit matches in the last like week or two. So I don't know if in their change to uh, change in the Crucible affected Gambit or if it's just my experience or whatever, but I don't know. It's, it's been a thing. It's now time for the player's support report. <laughs> and this is their report. GCX em that's right. The GCX emblems. Players who have donated to St. Jude's through the GCX stream will receive their emblems later this season and will be notified through a separate email. We will announce when these emails have been sent out, so please follow us at Bungie on Twitter to keep up to date on these emblems and our latest news. Prophecy Dungeon. Now, I know we didn't get to this in our last podcast, but I think just after we I, I posted it, there was an exploit that was 
shown by Cheese Forever with the Prophecy Dungeon that you could load into the final checkpoint after you destroyed the final boss and constantly open the chest. And there was a way that you could kind of just do it over and over and over again in teams and, and keep the checkpoint. So unfortunately, Cheese, due to an exploit, we have disabled the final checkpoint in the Prophecy Dungeon's final room, which occurs after the boss has been defeated. So players who had the checkpoint in the final room will have their checkpoints removed. So sorry, guys. Um, Did they actually mention Cheese by name? No. Oh. No, I'm mentioning Cheese because oh, Cheese gotcha. came out with a couple of videos on it. Yeah, I know he did. I was going to be like, that's dope. They mentioned. Once again, so it's it another is... example of Bungie fixing the things that don't need oh. to be fixed. Before they do need to be fixed. That do. No, they do. Of, of the list of the list of things that are broken in the game, that should not be at the top of the list. Sorry. But it was the easiest fix, so it gets fixed first. <laughs> See, I seriously doubt that, though. Yeah. Just, I just, think it'd just be easier to fix uh, fix giving Night button. Demon more more freaking storage space than it is to freaking fix it to, to oh, the checkpoint. You know what I mean? Don't, don't get me started on that. <laughs> so yeah, sorry, Cheese. Um, they they fixed the exploit that you pointed out in a couple of your videos. And I'm sorry that I couldn't you know couldn't get it out there to more people. Not not that we have more people following us than you do. Well, I mean, I spread, I spread the word on every platform I have. So, I mean, <laughs> I hope I hope the views reflected it, Cheese, but I, I, I told everybody <laughs> I knew about it, man. So, Parody, would you like to tell us about our resolved issues and any currently known issues in your ah, player support report? Or sorry. Parody's player support report? I feel like Parody's I, known I, issues. Parody's I like everything. I'll, all I do is talk I like about it. He do this because he likes <laughs> to talk it over him. <laughs> it's the best. Sorry. Sorry. I mean, I just figure, you know, as a guy, I, I think it's best to talk about the podcast. I feel like, like it gives him it? more. Like, do we, we have to just mute you? Start talking, or do just we just talk and he joins in, or what? Another 15 minutes, we should just keep talking because it'll give him like 15 minutes of time to cut out, which I know he loves. And all of a sudden, he goes, Oh, look at, look at all these audio waveforms. I can cut all of this. I can get rid of all of it. It's amazing. It makes him feel good. Starts his week out great. <laughs> so, yeah, take so, us away with your, your report, Parody. Yeah, so so on Tuesday, so it turns out it was indeed Tuesday, June twenty third, not the week of, but actually on Tuesday they gave us hotfix two dot zero. They gave us hotfix two dot nine dot zero dot two, which uh, fixed the gear dropping at seven fifty power. Now it drops at your player's actual power. Your upgrade gift rings triumph is now going to track gifts purchased uh, from the prismatic recaster. Uh, the prophecy dungeon solo triumph that wasn't unlocking now should unlock for you even though you don't have the final checkpoint anymore. Console players that were getting blackouts and not having any emblems, invisible ships, and a power level of zero should be fixed. The Almost Money Exotic Ghost Shell and Saint Vocation Ship were also appearing invisible. Now they're not. And the Tommy's Matchbook Catalyst has been removed from player inventories. And current known issues, players who previously completed the Tommy's Matchbook Catalyst quest are being given the quest again. Players yeah. are unable to pick up the means to an end quest from the Prismatic Recaster, the Masterworked Trinity Ghoul Exotic Bow, let's just say that one more time, Masterworked Trinity Ghoul Exotic Bow, because it got a catalyst, is not tracking enemies defeated using the Chain Lightning Damage, defeating the point. Uh, Jade Rabbit decided to get broken, because the Fate of All Fools perk is not activating any longer. 
The rival Warlock show from the Guardian Games doesn't show ghost projections because seconds <laughs> is the first loser. Sorry, guys. Uh, players may freeze while respawning in Gambit. Still, very exciting. Yeah. You get to watch your little, little animation twice. In my case, it's a snowman. I get to enjoy that snowman. And uh, players who purchase the Be Heard collectible pin receive an emblem code that states contact merchant for license should reach out to the merchant Bungie Store customer service for the license. And this is not all our issues, but We'll put the Speaking of like which, mini, mini, just just a, just a little, no, little rant no. here about the matchbook. Okay, matchbook, go ahead. Bungie, you did something in the game which broke the matchbook catalyst, and and any progress you were making on it, right? You took it away, it was gone, whatever. Okay, you're like, oh, sorry guys, we messed up on our end. So we're going to give it back to you. But we're going to reset everything that you did on there. Excuse me? Look, if you screwed up, why is it that your player base are the ones that are paying the price, Bungie? Very minimum. Very minimum. You should have completed it for them and then given it back to them instead of resetting the damn thing. You know that they've is, reduced some of the requirements, just, don't you? It doesn't matter. That is okay. just rude that you do that, you know? Like, like, do you go to somebody else's house without knocking? Do you eat their food without asking? Do you use their bathroom, use up all the toilet paper, and not replace the roll, too? What kind of I'm, sick human being are you? I'm going to use something that uh, I wouldn't say a very wise person told me. I'm just going to use something that somebody told me once. I, I believe it was about an hour ago on a podcast. Get good scrub. That has nothing to do <laughs> explain how that has to do with getting good. Bungie took something from us and then gave it back to us reset. Just explain go and do it again and get good no. at doing it again. No. No. Loser. It, it is not, rude not, for them to do that. They should have given it back to people. Play against the architects and uh, play another game. The yeah, if you won't get good if against you weren't good enough, if you weren't good enough to get the catalyst the first time around and actually install it into the weapon, mm-hmm. yeah, you had then you've only got yourself to blame. Yeah, get a good scrub and do three, these three. things when they come. You're sitting here telling me I'm not good enough because I, I didn't finish my catalyst on that. Why didn't you get good? Come on, yeah. get good scrub. That's that has all. nothing to do with the skills. No, I'll tell you what yeah, it has to do with some good skills. What has to do with good skills? Playtesting. This is a terrible segue. <laughs> <laughs> Respawns reading skills in Respawns <laughs> Report Roundup. Hey, what up? Let's go. Stormcallers, transmog, power levels, and more. This is what Cosmo has to say on the subject. Looking into Stormcaller being glitched. Reddit link. There's two of them. Transmog is still a ways out, so they aren't confirming any specifics of how the feature will work as of yet. Feedback will be passed along. Take a drink. That players want more information about it before raids and destinations are bolted reddit link guardian of salvation sorry garden of salvation <laughs> and last wish gear will be granted an exception from the max power cap rules and they will have max power cap that allows them to be infused to the max power cap of season 14 is the, the ui will be comes to save us from the darkness sure 
Uh, the UI will be updated to show this starting in Season 12 Reddit link. It will apply to both the current items you have and any future ones you earn Reddit link. And they said items here. Do not get excited. They did not mention the weapons. This is still just talking about the armor. No. I'm sorry. No. They said previously weapons and armor from those two raids will go. Yeah. We that, talked about that, it last week, possibly yeah. the week before. Yeah, don't we talked give about the people it. the wrong information then. No, no, I don't think it's going to happen. But they, okay, they, well, they've said they, it. They said weapons and armor. They, they said, said the... a lot of things. You say a lot of things. People yeah. know what you say as well. Yeah. When Bungie said yeah. that we'll never nerf weapons, what happened with that? Right? Right? They sunset them instead. Yeah. Problem oh, solved. They've nerfed. <laughs> they've nerfed him. Do not start with. Oh, Bungie says a lot of stuff that can't Ooh. be trusted. Anyway. Cosmos tweet about cheating the game. No, oh, that's right. Cosmos tweet about cheating the game and also yourself after the forge fix was a copy pasta. Reddit link. Good job, Cosmo. Players not being able to accept the means to an end quest is being looked at. Another Reddit link. Also, I get that I got that quest again after I already completed it. I know you mentioned it, but it was still funny. They've been passing feedback that many players don't enjoy this large power bump between seasons. Reddit link two and three three of them and thank you i'm so glad other people out there are complaining about these bumps besides me thanks for looking out guys because that would they, fix all the issues we've been complaining about around the glitches to get power if we just don't need more power because why it would, it would fix a lot of things i think but I mean, whatever it's a whole different conversation uh they're sharing all of the feedback on reissued weapons that they are seeing cosmo has seen some players say that if weapons are reissued they should have updated perks let them know what you think but at link so um, i'll tell you what i think i think if you've got an exact exact copy of that weapon you should be able to infuse it into the one that you've already got uh, and the light transfers over as well and the little think, symbol i don't think exact should are you no, talking I think about it perk too no, if you've got an exact like like the drifter rocket launcher that I'm telling you about that you got from the quest completed sure. a couple of seasons ago, that he's now offering as a reward for completing his quest that I can just pick okay. up. Sure. That should just be able to be infused into my original one because the kill tally on it is so high. And why right. should I, you know, delete that one that. and pick up that one? I it should just be infusible into that. If it matches exact, it should just be a trade-off for just it ups the light to 1360. Right, right. I, I get what you're saying, but take it a step further, right? Let's say Parody has his favorite non hunger, right? Non hunger mm -hmm. gets sunsetted, but a couple seasons later, it comes back at a higher light level, right? Parody should get any non hunger, doesn't have to be the same one he's already got. He should be able to get any non hunger and infuse it into his baby, right? So he doesn't no. have to refarm for that all over again. No. That non hunger yeah. is long gone at that point. No, no, I'm sorry, no. That's no, been deleted. If it's a, a gnawing hunger, and as long as it doesn't have new perks associated with it, right? If it's if it's a different gnawing hunger, I can see. Okay, yeah, no, fine, you're good, right? Different perks, different whatever. But if they don't change the gnawing hunger and they just take it out of the vault, you should be able to infuse your old ones with a higher light level. That's my two cents. Everybody out there, agree with me because I'm right. Moving on. Something. No, no, no. Not, not being able. Moving on. Sorry. No, no, just, no. They've been passing. I just want to say something. Many players. No, I need don't. to say something. I need to say something. <laughs> I need to say something. I I was actually quite disappointed when I read read the list of the weapons that were going to be available in Iron Banner. 
and they said that they were just going to bring back some from past seasons and they were just going <coughs> to put the new symbol on the the max lights going up to 1360 now a lot of people have got those weapons already and if you turn in your tokens you'll be able to kind of swap them out but why didn't they just bring back other old weapons so the original set that we had like with the fool's remedy and the forward path the, you know there was a pulse rifle there was a rocket launcher all that set why was that set because this was a prime opportunity for them to bring back a whole older iron banner set so that they could then say the iron banner set that you've got in previous seasons is going to be sunset and this new set is going to be the ones that can be taken forward i'm not saying put the new perks on the the whole set they could have just started off with these two the forward path and the false remedy getting the iron banner perks that are available on those two weapons for this iron banner or maybe for this season and then maybe next season add them to two more weapons so you have a chance of getting four weapons i i don't see them they're kind of fueling the argument for people saying we don't understand this sunsetting if you're just going to reissue weapons that are around now that have just got a 1060 max up to 1360 and have us refarm them now if there'd have been a delay in between iron banners so the set that is currently going away maybe comes back in six months time that then it could be you know higher light so the swarm of the ravens the bite of the foxes those would be available in like a year's time that could then go for another year ahead and maybe perks changed so they had a prime opportunity to to say oh this is a whole new set of you know reissued weapons with new higher light settings so it's, it's something that i think they missed out on they missed a trick just bring back two weapons this time they're sharing all the feedback on reissued weapons that they're seeing. Cosmos seen some players complaining about uh, how they should come back with updated perks. Let me know what you think. On speed of bug fixes. Here we go. This should be interesting. Some have already pointed out some of the technical reasons why on why some of our fixes are able to be made quickly, while others take more time. If we ever fix something within a day or so, that usually means it was something that was able to be fixed server-side and didn't require a lot of testing to verify. It's always nice when we have that option, but it's not always the case and most bugs require an update to the game, which is a much more complex process that takes more time and testing Reddit link. It just so happens to be all of our favorite glitches are quote unquote server side. Okay. Just because you can fix something doesn't mean you should. Thank you. It, maybe it was better broken. That definitely That is definitely feedback I can give the team. Take a drink. I'll let them know, take a drink, that many players would rather the powerful reward continue to drop from the Umbral Ingram's Reddit link. A fix for Gambit dropping 750 gear and Prime Ingram's dropping 100 gear for Warlocks is being worked on Reddit link. Didn't we talk about that last week? They still haven't fixed that? We'll make sure that the issue with Sparrow... In one of the huh? two updates. That was patched in 2901, I think. Okay, so this came out on what, Monday? And they fixed it after Monday? Okay, sure. Um, 2901. We'll make sure that the issue with Sparrow dismounting with Bumper Jumper Control Scheme is logged. Reddit link. Feedback, yep. to remove, feedback to remove RNG from the sleeper nodes on Mars before the destination is vaulted has been sent to the team. Reddit link. Uh, working on getting Redrix back in the loot pool. Twitter link. Wait, what? Classic Mix had... Sorry, Classic Mix never had server skill-based skill matchmaking. Match Thank you, Twitter link. The thing that we've talked about. 
Right. And the thing with the Redricks, Mtash made a video on this, that because if you've already had it and you've deleted it, it's not reacquirable from your collections uh... because it's a random rolled thing. So yes. much like some of the pinnacle ones that you can pull out of your vault, you can't reacquire this one, even though there was a fixed version of it. You can't even pull that out of your collections. So it's also wow. missing from the loot pool if you go to Shacks and you're turning in tokens or at the end of a Crucible match. We thought, I think when we were going through the Sunsetted Weapons, uh, that this season that would still be something in the loot pool if you'd already acquired it, but it's not apparently. Yeah. Oh, interesting. Also, speaking of which, um, you know that grenade launcher that uh, Astacross was talking about, the one that's going to replace Mountaintop, but it's an energy-based one? No. Is... no. Let me look up the name for it. Okay, yep. Well, let me let me educate you guys for a second. You don't it need to called... educate us. You can just tell us what it's called, and I could tell that's you if I've I'm got a guide for. from Jar, <laughs> the truth teller. Yes, that's it. Truth teller. Uh, what was that? Working Red Rich. DMG. Okay. DMG. They're looking to add more exotic ciphers in season 12. Love it. Haven't even used the one I have already. A fix for final column double perk bonus for focused umbral ingrams is not working. Is planned for July update, but at link. <gasps> cool. The team believes that they have identified the cause for broken bounty and milestone progress but they're still working on exactly how to fix or at least they can expect to be addressed is this fall what are they talking about let me see all the various you know milestones and bounties that just don't work for people we i feel like we talk about every week some some bounty doesn't unlock like the every time oh, they this is just like a blanket general term not anything specific yeah well i mean you know everything specific like every time they release when you do it solo you don't get the triumph sometimes okay. like there's just a number of these where you just don't get the thing you should get I think you're saying they found a fix for that overall underlying problem. Ah, that's good. That's good. That's good. Very nice. And uh, that's it for Respawn's rage filled roundup report redundant. Okay, so tips, tricks, guides, and builds for this week. Got a few, not too many. So, Houndish has a farm these now, best weapons and armor before sunsetting. So this is anything that you can kind of do this season that's going to continue and help you throughout the next year. Uh, so here's top picks for weapons and armor to look out for. Apathetic has a Graviton Lance, still top tier, question mark, which is worth a watch, um, especially if you've got the catalyst for it. Or if, even if you don't have the catalyst for it, you can work towards getting the catalyst for it when it drops and test it out for yourself and watch this video. Now, this is something that I, I, I'm i quite proud this week. I'm, I'm not as good oh, as... I'm not as good as Glad. I'm not as good as Esoteric Evontis. I cannot solo a dungeon. But what I can do with blue screen is two-man a dungeon. So far, anyway. <laughs> we managed to two-man the first boss. We managed to get through to the next bit. And then we two manned halfway through this kind of a, a puzzle section uh, before there was too many knights and too many snipers that we then had to bring in a third person to get us through to the boss. Um, but in doing this, I've, I can now give you the the best information for the best guide out there. And I found one by Ninja Pups, who does a complete breakdown of 
how the dungeon works, what are the mechanics of it, what's probably best for your loadouts. He goes over the urns. There are hidden urns in the dungeon, and there are hidden chests also that can drop some sweet loot. So he's got a complete guide for the Prophecy Dungeon. So if you haven't kind of had a look at the dungeon or you're kind of not feeling confident about it because you haven't got your light up, something for you to look at and um, when you actually do feel confident or you've got your light up, you can go in with a an LFG or, or your friends. I mean, people were going in there, I think, the first week at 10.20, 10.30 maybe, and three manning the first boss pretty easy in two phases now if we can kind of do this with two of us i mean we i think we were about 1060 and you can't i mean it, the dungeons are built for people to solo so uh, as the the weeks go on you kind of get your light up with your artifact and there were quite a few good mods there's the elusive blade for the swords um i believe that we ran bubble with like oppressive darkness grenades so once you've kind of got the mechanics down it's pretty kind of cool to kind of do. So that's worth going and trying. And there's the guide for you from Ninja Pups. Uh, Eeroar has got an Emperor Palpatine in Destiny 2 build with Risk Runner and the or slash Trinity Ghoul with the Catalyst, the, the exotic bow. Just going to say again, with a Catalyst. And Crown of Tempest with Top Tree Stormcaller. So this is a pretty cool build that is very fast to how he builds into his super and then you can just be Emperor Palpatine around the map. Brave X Hero has a how to raise your KD and this is mainly for PvP, but it's improving your survivability. So if, for instance, you know, you are one of these people at the moment that are having issues like me in Crucible, then maybe this is a video for you to kind of watch and take away some good tips from to avoid being killed to then maybe get your confidence back to then go in and get better at it so i know brave's got quite a few different videos on pvp and this is one of his most recent ones with i'm guessing with the changes to skill-based matchmaking he's put this one together about improving your survivability so that's worth a watch uh t glizzy has got a one million damage per melee build and this is on a titan with worm god's caress gauntlets so these are the exotic gauntlets that i believe they kind of stack your melee damage and with middle tree sunbreaker you can stack your damage with roaring flames up to times five as well so this again might be a good build to take into the dungeon if you're not running a bubble titan you can run a, a melee titan with uh, throwing hammers and things like that so that is worth a watch uh cheese forever has a couple of good videos this week and some of them are still viable so he has a pinnacle hawthorn bugs video for you guys to look at he's also got a video on a double cleansing in the prophecy dungeon so if you're watching the ninja pups video and you want to see how you can maybe do double cleansing on some of the platforms uh cheese has got a, a video detailing that and then also there's a cheeky little one of how to get the free deluxe emotes ornaments ghosts and more video so this requires somebody actually owning uh, some of the premium bundles that you can get so for if you've pre-ordered uh, beyond light like i have and respawn you can load like respawn could load his son into uh, on his xbox and i could load my son onto my xbox and then through some jiggery pokery you can actually get them to have the ghost shell the emotes and everything else so there's a way of kind of getting them onto their accounts that Jesus detailed in his video. And then Does, finally, 
it have to be an account, like in the same home, like someone you know and can log on as someone in your fire team where it works. Somebody in your home. So you'd have to give your account to somebody. But it doesn't matter with you because you're going to buy it anyway. I already have, in fact. I went out and bought okay. my edition. Since I, since I laid it out for myself last week, I was able to make a decision <laughs> and buy it. <laughs> so, yeah, this is, as long as you kind of, if it's a friend that you trust, you can kind of share account details and things with. But, yeah, I wouldn't kind of just do it with random people. And finally, we have Jarv has got a Mountaintop 2.0 video on the Truth Teller grenade launcher. And I believe this is one that you've been searching for respawn. How many parts did you lose trying to get this? How many parts? What? Weapon parts? Yeah. Uh, I think 10,000. And how many did you get from 10,000? Well, it wasn't just the weapon parts. I, I didn't get any from the weapon parts. Okay. I got one from 6,000 uh, Vanguard tokens, and I think I got another one out of the, the Shaxx tokens. Okay. And were they good rolls? No. No! Moral of the story. No! Did they have firmly planted on them? I need to know. No. No. <laughs> Did they have spike grenades? No. Well, I think one of them did. Let me they had spider grenades that just sit around the corner and scare you when you come around the corner, but don't actually deal any damage. They just shock you. There's this one right here. This one has... High velocity, auto loading, and multi kill clip. <laughs> uh, yeah, there you go, buddy. Multi kill clip. No. So if I watch this video, does it tell me where to unlock, where to get a truth teller to unlock it at it all? Or part of the message. Very it, good. It, it tells you where to get it and what to look out for. Very good. Go. That explains why I was seeing that that and the war and the uh, Emperor Palpatine warlocks this week in the Crucible. People where, where do we get it? Where sense. do we get it? Gotta watch the video and find out. And we, we, we got a message from our YouTubers from August Rudolph. Do you guys help with raids? We yeah. can help. Whether we're actually gonna be any help would be another question. Does he um, specify a platform? He specifies he's on Xbox. So okay. we Do offer we raid hindrance on Xbox, we offer raid help on PC. Yeah. <laughs> I can, I, some of us can teach you how to do all the raids on Xbox, but there might not be enough of us online. Well, I believe he wants to start with, with Leviathan. You. He wants to start uh, with Leviathan. What? So, what nah, you I need to start with the ones that are getting no, you, sunset, dude. That is one that's getting sunset, dude. Like I so said, if you, if you want to reach out to us via email or like on Xbox, uh, Parody and I and Respawn, we can try and see if we can get a time that we can come and help you um i'm pretty limited with when i can for like joining american people parody yeah we're, we're opposites on our availability <laughs> your availability wee hours of the morning for us eastern i'm available in the evenings us eastern maybe so it's it's rough and respawn travel so who knows what time zone he's even in or if he has with <laughs> we are willing to help um, whether we will be any help is another question, as I said. Um, but I do have a blue screen with me most mornings, so he's very helpful. I was gonna say that's the person, not the Windows uh feature, yeah. <laughs> and um, the other thing I was gonna go over was the message that we got 
from Tesh, who who was a musical plant, wasn't he? Tesh he or was. musical plant. Once upon a time. Good morning from Cali. I just finished your episode where you were the Guardian Down podcast, and it was definitely a favourite. I wanted to say to Respawn that I love hearing him talk about his musical history. I both love Corn and Lincoln Park, and I knew he was going to mention class, mention Castle of Glass. The song is close to me as well. I found the video when one of my closest friends was heading off to into the military, so there was a lot of mixed emotions. And to parody, I checked out the song that he mentioned by Nine Inch Nails called The Day the World Went Away. I was curious if parody could recommend any other songs to me. It could be Nine Inch Nails or not. Parody, have you got any of the songs? Um, I mean, there's loads of songs, but I would just say uh, yes. Basically, every Nine Inch Nails put out a double album called The Fragile, which is just phenomenal across the board. If you're if you're even curious at all or never checked on Nine Inch Nails, that's sort of a good everything from the hardest of hard to the softest of soft. It's on that album. You know, play with that if you're enjoying it. And there's a band, hold on, I have to look up because I always get the name wrong. The Black Queen. I, I found I found them on Spotify and some other places that have just been absolutely hitting my vibe lately. So I've been really enjoying that, specifically uh, Secret Scream and Ice to Never. So those are just two I'll throw out. And as long as we're talking about Nine Inch Nails, let's just, you know, talk about Weird Al Yankovic and literally every song he's ever made. <laughs> but no, there's one um uh word crimes that's if you like comedy music, that'll that'll make you laugh, but you gotta watch the video. It makes it so much better. Okay. Very good. And also by Tesh. I'm I'm guessing it's Tesh. It's T E Capital C H. Is that Tesh? Tech Tech Tesh or Write into us and tell us if, if it's the British pronunciation or the English pronunciation. Yeah, T-E-C-H in English is tech, like technology. Or perhaps even a third pronunciation. He can be whatever he wants. Or I could just refer to him as Musical Plant, and he still knows that I'm talking about him. There you go. So Evening Guardians, wanted to let you know I'm all caught up with your episodes as of several days ago. I'm looking forward to the next one. Also, I just came across this interesting finding game, and I was wondering if you all might think there's some significance to it. So he's talking about the Tangled Web Hood for the Warlock, I believe. Yes. and. If you put a shader, um, something a little strange appears on it. Uh, looking closely at it, it's pretty undeniable that on the forehead of the helmet, there was what looked like a symbol resembling a wolf, maybe. My brother thinks that it could possibly have something to do with the law. Uh, we know Bungie is. Either way, it's pretty neat. Sorry for this long message. I seem to be doing this every time. Ha ha. But yes, he's, he's right. From when you do get it to drop, like the whatever shaders on it doesn't show the there's a kind of wolf kind of logo on the helmet but when you change the shader you can see this kind of i'm guessing like from the house of wolves for the um the fallen house so of secret yeah. iron banner secret iron banner tease to next season <laughs> so yeah if you if you're a warlock and you've got the tangled web hood tangled shore i guess this drops have a fiddle with some of the shaders and see um what you can say from it and thank you for tesh tech that's just going to be, that's gonna be the next Iron Banner weapon is the Tangled Shore, uh, not weapon, ha, armor. The Tangled Shore armor is <laughs> going to be the next Iron Banner ornament. So, no, no, you know, you were totally right. It, it's headbutts only for, for the next season. It's going to be headbutting and melees. No, no guns anymore. Oh, yeah. So they are weapons. It's, it, it, it's armor and weapons. Look at that. <laughs> All in one. 
And our friend, not Arf, wrote into us after last week saying, uh, Morning, just listening to the last episode, and you mentioned the iKiller's weapons are not available to pull from collections. This is because Bungie has changed the name of the weapons. For example, the shotgun was named the iKelos SG version 1.01. It's now called the iKelos SG underscore 1. Point, uh, sorry, version 1.02. They have done this with all the iKelos weapons. Hopes this helps, Arf. Actually, I didn't know that. So yes, it does so, in fact help. So apparently, yeah, they've they've changed the name of it. So if you're looking at a pile of weapons, going which is new and which is old. They are, it's now a, an updated version hmm. with you know, bug fixes and um, <laughs> the same gun it probably was before. Well, no, because you can get random rolls on them now. I've got two hand cannons, mm-hmm. two of the Icolos hand cannons from the dungeon uh, with different rolls on. So, yeah. And Good. yes, they're, they're version twos. It's also, nice. uh, version numbers, not decoration. Reaching out to. You're reaching out to somebody. Not ARF. Um, letting me know that uh, ishtarcollective.net is a, and I quote, so much better than the wikis he's using place to get the lore from. So there's that. I did check it out. Um, I was I was going to read off some this week, but uh, Demon vetoed that. And uh, the wiki has a lot more information on it from what I've seen so far uh than the ishtar collective does but hey i've only looked at it for a few minutes so maybe they just break up Cade's life in different sections if that's the case we'll see but yeah the wiki just has his whole life from point a to death and everything in between right on there without me having to search all these different places so we'll see whether i finish the wiki and then jump to ishtar collective or what but yeah i'm I'm definitely taking a look at it it's prettier if nothing else so thanks for that I think that might be it, and unless there's something else that you know that we missed. Negative. I don't think so. But w- one of these weekends, we need to jump to trial so I can add the summoner to my list of list uh, <laughs> 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 Because it is Revoker Gnawing Hunger, Summoner Felwinter's Lie. Mm-hmm. Those are the top four trials weapons this week so far. So absolutely, it's, it's my meta friends. The auto rifle meta is where I excel. I can't do anything else well, but I can pour lots of bullets in a direction at one time. Fair enough. But that involves us succeeding at any aspect of trials whatsoever. And speaking of pointing things in the right direction, let's point this thing in the right direction and get the hell out of here. Joe! I'm all about GT and the FO. So that means, friends, we've opened the show, we've given you the show, and now it's time to close the show. So thank you for joining us. Your Titans are parody and Night Demon. Your hunter is no one responds in real life. You can email right. the show, and please do at two titans and a hunter at hotmail.com. We're on Twitter at two titans underscore hunter. Leave us a message on Instagram at two titans and a hunter, and we're also on Facebook at two titans and a hunter. Do you see the theme? You should see the theme. You can join the Frozen Clan at join.frozen.party. If you've joined the Frozen Clan and going, why is there no one here talking? Hit us up on band, that's B A N D dot frozen dot party. That's where we hang out because we're a bunch of weirdos. You can find all your favorite Guardians on Xbox Live and Respawn on PC. You can watch the show on YouTube, listen to the show on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, and everywhere you can find a lovely podcast to listen to. Because you should listen to ours because it's the best one. And with that, gents, say goodbye. Until next week. Deuces!
just keep clam. Everything will be fine. So apparently we're a, we're a Destiny podcast. I've heard. Yeah, that's what I've heard too. Sorry, we we were what? Yeah, <laughs> I, I I don't know. I've I've heard this vicious rumor going around. <laughs> God, if we ever did a live show, people would be like, "Really? This is." If we were a live show, it'd be I, I way think they'd be they'd be we, thankful. We're depending on editing right now. They'd be thankful our shows were so short after they see what the original product looks like. <laughs> okay. I used to be angry about three hours, but now I'm glad you don't put out like six hour shows. Thank you. Good job, guys. And that was the show. Well done. Thank you very much. All right. Let's us. go. <laughs> Thanks for joining us. Uh, tune in next week where we talk about, um, I don't even know, <laughs> Borderlands 3, Fallout 76, and uh, Nightmare on Elm Street. Shadow Legends. No, no, it wasn't. <laughs> didn't didn't respawn want to create uh, an anthem podcast? We could do that next week. Oh yeah. <laughs> and suddenly there came a tapping, as of someone gently rapping, rapping on my chamber door. Tis only this, and nothing more.